Hey, welcome to Doggy Be Good. Hello everyone. We're doing a Doggy Be Good again. And uh, we have a discussion this time <coughs> regarding nutrition and some of the uh, special things we can do to help take care of uh, feeding of our dogs and what to watch out for. And Michael and Anna here can give us some tips and advice that we can use. So <laughs> once again, uh, my name is Dennis and we have Mike and we also have Anna. Okay, so uh, so let's get started. Uh, Michael, let me uh, well, give you, know, you the floor because I wanted to ask you to uh, give us an update, if you can, regarding our last podcast. And okay. there was a big issue and some of the folks you had spoken to. just want to find out, just for our listeners, uh, what the outcome or what where we are right now. Well, um, what, what we discussed last time, just in case anybody didn't hear, is we were trying to figure out a way of doing a possible subsidiary of the SPCA in the boroughs. Um, and we had a meeting with uh, Tony Avella, and uh, he gave us some great uh, tips on what we need to do, which would be to uh, put together a plan and uh, submit it to the city. Uh, however, we've also found out that <clears throat> one of the obstacles that might really get in our way would be the, uh, the current SPACA in the city may not allow us to, to do that um, because it basically you know, it kind of cuts into what they're trying to accomplish. Uh, even though it's you know an overwhelming task, um, they may be opposed to it. So we are we are working right now to try and put something together to give to Tony Avella so he can submit it to the city and see what their response would be, and then we'd probably have to you know also go to the SPCA and see if they would um, you know endorse the idea. So that's where that stands. It's going to be a very very timely and uh, lengthy procedure. So whenever we find something else out, we'll get back to it. But. Okay. It won't be anytime soon, I can yeah. guarantee that. By the way, did Ashley come across any any um, continuing episodes from the last time? Because she was certainly in a... In a... Um, well, I know she got a couple of those dogs out of the uh, the junkyard that she said she was trying to get them out. Okay. But um, as you know, it's, it's a never-ending a never ending battle. Where there's one, one dog, there's 20 more behind them, so... Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll get in touch with her again and see what her update is as well. Well, she has her hands full. Hands full. <laughs> okay. So let's this start with the discussion regarding health and nutrition regarding the feeding of our dogs. Uh, Michael, let me uh, grant you the floor here. Let's take a look at one of the topics you want to start off with uh, regarding the, the nutrition side. Well, some of the things that we try to make our clients aware of, you know, especially when we go in for. Uh, puppy kindergartens where we have new dog owners is different types of food that can be very, very harmful to your dog. Mm. Everyday things that we eat that we wouldn't really think would harm our pets um, can really cause some damage. Uh, some of the foods that you really need to be careful that you don't give your dog would be avocados, uh, chocolate of any kind, especially dark chocolate, mm. uh, coffee <laughs> in, any, in any form. No coffee. Coffee is terrible for dogs. Oh. Onions, um, onion powder is very bad. Garlic is very bad. Uh, grapes, grapes. A lot of people don't think grapes are bad, but they're terrible for your dog. Oh. Um, raisins, macadamia nuts, alcoholic beverages of any kind, um, <laughs> any kind of mold, moldy or spoiled food, salt, fatty foods. Uh, xylitol is also a really bad product for your dog to take. Xylitol is that a sugar? Yeah, that's what you'll find in like candies or some gum. 
um, you know, it's it's like that sweetener. Like I did, Trident uses xylitol. Oh, a lot. it's like a sort of a no calorie type. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. That's that's really bad for your dogs. Oh, okay. Also, tea leaves, any kind of raw yeast products. Okay. Um, these are all things that can be very harmful to your dog, cause kidney problems. Wow. Um, so you really want to stay away from it. Uh, that being said, we also really should be careful with the things that we do give our dogs that are for the dogs. Mm. Um, some of the products that we. Uh, give our dogs are really not as healthy and as beneficial for them as we think they are. Um, such as? <laughs> such as, yeah, Such as, well, let's talk about some dog foods first okay, off. Okay, okay. Um, really, any dog foods you buy in supermarkets or Walmart or your BJs are not going to be the healthiest, you know, product for your dog to be eating. Um, they have a lot of fillers, a lot of corn fillers, um, a lot of byproducts that you really shouldn't be giving your dog. I mean, it's, you know, they say it's really bad for your dog, but... You know, then again, it also goes by your budget as well. You know, it's mm-hmm. what you can afford. Yeah. If you can afford healthier products and healthier foods, then, um, you know, that, that's a great thing. If you can't, then, you know, it, it's what you can really afford. What's an example of a dog filler? If I'm looking at the can, I'm in a Walmart store. I'm going through the canned dog food section and I'm looking for, okay, which ones should I get and what things I should avoid? What would I be looking at in ingredients that will give me an indication as a filler? Well, corn is a, is one of the main fillers that a lot of the, um, the companies put in their food. Corn. Uh, if you look at the label of what you're feeding your dog, if you're feeding your dog food that's made with chicken, mm. chicken should really be the first product to put in the in the food. Okay. Um, the longer the list, the more preservatives, the more you know fillers that are in there. Some of the okay. more healthier foods yeah. are going to be like your blue buffalo is a very healthy food. Okay. Um, is that a brand? Yes, Blue Buffalo is a brand of food. Okay. Um, and your holistic brands. I mean, you have California Natural, you have Innova. Um, these are all healthier foods for your dog, but again, they're much more expensive as well. Uh, I use Merrick. Is that? Merrick is a very good food. Oh, Merrick okay. is actually a very good food. Okay. Um, it's foods that I would, without a doubt, stay away from, and I don't know if we're allowed to say what we would stay away from, but I would stay away from like Mighty Dog. Oh, okay. Gaines Burgers. <laughs> Um, chuck wagon that that's really like feeding your dog McDonald's on a daily basis it's oh, just no. not not healthy for your dog at all um, is it because <clears throat> it's more than just fillers you're talking about you're talking about there's that. A, lot of, a lot of byproducts in it that are just okay. really unhealthy um, and you know I also like to tell my clients to try and keep your dog away from wet food as much as possible hmm. uh, dry kibble is really the best food to give your dog um, not only is it better for their teeth but it is also better for their digestion. Mm. You know, when you give your dog canned wet food, it, it's kind of like you eating puree. I mean, there's really not much being done by the digestive system to break down that food. Okay. So, it, in, in essence, it kind of makes the digestive system start to get a little lazier. Uh-huh. As opposed to eating hard food, okay. where it goes down and it has to be broken up and your digestive system has to work to break that food down. Um, it, it's just, I, in, in my opinion, it's, it's much healthier to do just try food. Well, Michael, I have a question here. What if the owner mixes the dry food w- uh, with the wet food? Uh, what suggestions do you have there in that case? Well, mixing the foods together is uh, something a lot of people do. There are healthier choices, though. And, um, you know, one of them that we usually recommend is to mix the food instead of with wet food. Mix your dry food with a tablespoon of uh, uh, plain white yogurt. 
not flavored yogurt. No coffee flavor, vanilla flavor. It doesn't Why is matter. That? It's, Why well, is that? I don't want to eat these sugars and stuff. Oh, like that. okay. It's the sugar because I've been making that mistake of feeding my uh, dog with uh, flavored yogurt only because you know I like it and I figure she likes it as well. But apparently, it's not such a good no, idea. No, not such a good idea. Plain right. white yogurt's really your best bet. And it doesn't really matter what brand you use. It could be store brand. It could be um, whatever's on sale. It doesn't really make a difference. But uh, yeah, plain white yogurt mixed with the food. Most of the dogs really love that. And, uh, you know, it's much healthier than using white. Okay. All right, folks. Uh, Michael, I have a question here. I love to give my dog treats, especially when she does something good. I want to reward her. But I also realize that sometimes these doggy treats, one little treat I'm giving her, it's like the equivalent of giving her a Dunkin' Donut. So maybe that's not the smartest thing to do. Michael, what do you have for advice regarding giving dog treats, especially on a healthier note? Well... The one thing we have to remember, especially when it comes to treats, is that not all treats are created equal. Um, and size is a, is a big issue when it comes to treats as well. You know, a lot of people feel that the bigger the dog, the bigger the bone, and that's just not the case. Uh, believe it or not, dogs don't know size. They don't know from a tiny little bone to a gigantic bone. It doesn't make a difference to them. Um, they don't really understand what size is. So your best bet is to give your dog small treats. I, I mean, no matter what size the dog is, the smaller the treat, the better. Even if you buy the little milk bones and you break those in half for a 90-pound Rottweiler, it's you know the way to go. That's just the best thing to do. Um, but the other thing that you have to remember is that it also really matters what treat you're giving the dog. Um, a lot of things on the market that look delicious and smell delicious, such as bacon, bacon strips, sorry, <laughs> snossages, um, pepperonis, uh, those little T-bones, you know, the, those, those look great. They smell great. You know, grillers, you see the dog standing with the barbecue and you think, wow, my I think it really teases the owner more than the dog, to tell you the Absolutely. truth. Because they have these wonderful packages and the cute little puppy dogs on them and it really tempts the owner, I mean, it tempts me to buy them. But what's so bad about them? Well, the one thing you really got to make sure you look at is what's in it again. Oh, okay. And the one thing you really want to look out for is a chemical that they use called BHA. That's a preservative, I understand. <coughs> yes, it is. Excuse me. BHA is a preservative, and um, you know, it, it's, it's been known to cause cancer. Um, but it's in my it's food, known, too, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, it's known as a human carcin carcinogen. Oh, great. Um, but it is still used in a lot of dog food as a preservative. Now, the reason it's allowed to be used in dog food as a preservative is because they say that it's, oh, you know, it's something that would cause problems in high doses over a long period of time. But if you're feeding your food, you know, your dog food with BHA in it, mm. twice a day, sometimes three times a day, every day. That's a lot. That's a lot of BHA. Yeah. That's a lot of BHA. It's been known to cause cancer. It's been known to cause tumors. It's really bad for the kidneys. It's not good for the liver. Um, I, I don't know why the FDA still allows um, dog foods to use BHA, but it's really something that you should look out for. Um, again, you'll find it in like your sausages and all that kind of meaty-looking treats. Um, it says it right on the back. It says BHA used as a as a preservative. Okay. Um, if you see that, I would stay away from it. It's also in dog food as well, so I would definitely stay away from that. Um, mm. Michael, you sort of hinted at something I noticed. Uh, you <clears> talked <throat> about um, the FDA. Now, is there a body regulating dog food like human food? Is there, well, do you, are you aware of any? Well, 
Yes, I mean the FDA does regulate. Okay. Um, however, uh, you know it, it's it's kind of like a it's it's really a shady area. Really, the FDA does regulate you know what's in dog foods and what comes in. However, it's very difficult to do that when things are coming from overseas. Uh, okay. um, that's why when it comes to like rawhide or um, even food, I, I try to give my dogs only American-made products. Okay, you know stuff that's made here and, and you know. Raised here, right? Because um, you really don't know what you're giving your dog. I mean, we had that huge problem with I, I believe the company was Menu Foods um, a number of years ago when uh, they were bringing food in. I mean, I believe it was being produced in either China. I or, think uh, there was that major right, and problem. All those dogs died. Right. So many dogs died it was from uh, China. I believe they had yeah. mixed in something called melanin something. into the dog food, which supposedly gives protein, but it's also I may be wrong, but a form of plastic. <laughs> yeah, well, it killed so many dogs. And, you know, that that's just something that's... I mean, you think you're giving your dog healthy food, you, you're feeding your, your your pet, and then they die from it. It's, it's yeah. you know, it's something you really got to be aware of. And I think that's really why a lot of these companies and a lot of these uh, holistic food companies are... I mean, there's more now than ever. That's good to know. And, you know, a lot of them are made in America, made in the U.S., and I, I, I would... That's just the way I would go. And it's just, again, it's my opinion. Right. Um, well, touching on the topic of the more holistic foods, I noticed when I was buying a, a brand that I picked up recently called Merrick, I noticed that on the labeling, when it says it has chicken, I noticed it says chicken. I don't see chicken byproducts in there. Yeah. Uh, and also, as you were saying earlier, the longer the list, perhaps the more controversial the items. And I noticed that the ones I was buying, the list of ingredients didn't seem that long. I, and it seems to be a remarkable difference compared to the other brands like the ones you find in the regular supermarkets. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you look at a list of ingredients, if it's like a paragraph and a half long and words that are I can't even understand, <laughs> I often wonder what it is that's in my in my you know my food. I mean, I I look at the brands of food that I eat for myself, and I try to keep it as healthy as I can. Right. Why not do the same for your pet? Yeah. You know, I mean, these your animals you, is going to be with you for the duration of his life. Keep him healthy. Because when you do healthy and you keep the dog healthy, it really saves you money down the line with vet expenses. And, you know, it just it prolongs your dog's life. It really does in a healthy way. So I guess the, the rule here is things with byproducts, maybe you should think twice about getting them. Because I noticed that with a lot of the, 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 the regular brands. There are healthier choices, okay. And if you just educate yourself on what's out there, you can really do a you know a big, big, big upgrade for your dog's diet, and it really would help out. Yeah. Okay, Michael, you're scaring me now of all these supermarket type brands of treats. So, uh-huh. what can I give my cinnamon as a healthier alternative? What can you suggest? Well, there's a lot of very healthy treats out there. Um, Treats that I use, something I give my dogs, is Old Mother Hubbard treats. I really like them. They're very nat- they're very natural. Um, they don't have preservatives in them. Um, and I give them the I give my I have two Rottweilers, by the way. Okay. And I give my two dogs the very small, tiny bones. They're about the size of my pinky. Oh, okay. And, wow. Uh, 
very very small very treats. tiny ones that's oh, all okay. I give them and I give them a two or three a day and okay. you know it's really nothing but what what I also recommend and I also give my dogs as well is I give them fresh carrots ah oh, I do that they love carrots carrots is an excellent treat for your dog okay apples are a great treat for your dog the okay. skin is fine mm. just don't give them the core and the pits okay, okay. Um, understood you know things like that are very healthy treats for your dog as well but you also have to remember that that is fiber so don't go out and buy your dog a gigantic carrot and just think that you're going to give the dog... you got to get the dog used to that type of fiber. <laughs> but um, the little cocktail carrots are yeah. great. We also recommend for puppies, uh, you take the cocktail carrots and you freeze them and give it to your puppy when they're teething. It, it's really... I mean, they love kidding. it. Really, no really kidding. good. They love it. No kidding. Okay. Okay, Michael. Can you do me a favor? Uh, you know, I'm going into a store. I want to buy some really good dog food for my dog and I want to do a comparison here can you compare a supermarket brand versus a holistic brand what would I be looking for or what would I see in the labels and what should I be uh, keeping well, an eye on let, let's, let's do this we, yeah. have two, we have two very popular brands right here okay okay let's read the first 10 to a, you know let's do the first 10 ingredients and this is the regular okay. supermarket These are brand regu- this is the regular supermarket brand uh, a very popular brand that sure. people, you know, buy a lot. Okay. All right. The first, let's read off. We have ground yellow corn, meat and bone meal, soy soybean meal, by poultry byproduct meal, animal fat preserved with BHA, corn gluten meal, uh, natural flavors, brewer's rice, salt, potassium chloride, color added, yellow five, yellow six. Uh, yellow, f- uh, yellow five, yellow six, red forty, blue two, and it just goes on and on and on. What's that for? Multicolored poop? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's the coloring. <laughs> but but what what dog food is that? In other words, what flavor is that? I can't uh, even tell. Well, that, that, and that's the thing. This would be a chicken flavor. Okay. Um, but okay. I haven't I haven't heard chicken in there not even once. <laughs> I think you may have mentioned some byproduct I, there. I, you know, I said pol- a poultry byproduct. Yeah, okay. There, I was there's wondering. your chicken. There's a chicken. Okay, I just okay. want to know. What I, brand, I sh- we should have said that. This right, what, what food, food? Yeah, what food is that? Okay. All right, then contrast that with a more holistic. Let's, let's read a, a, a holistic one. Okay. Okay, the first few ingredients. we got fresh duck, duck meal, uh, pearled barley, fresh sweet potatoes, brown rice, oatmeal, white rice, Whole dry egg, uh, dried tomato pumice, sunflower oil, fresh Wisconsin cheese, wow. flaxseed, fresh carrots, fresh broccoli, fresh cauliflower, fresh apples, fresh green beans, uh, potassium chloride, and fresh cranberries, and fresh blueberries. Okay? Now... Michael, I'll eat that. I would eat that. Okay? <laughs> I would eat that. I'll eat that. Right? And that's, that's one of your, your higher grade foods. Now, look at the, what we're dealing. Look at the comparison Contrast, of these two right. foods. What a con- you know? Now, no doubt the second one probably costs a lot more than the first one you're Absolutely. Right. It definitely okay. does cost a lot more. And, you know, okay. that, that's the sad part about being healthy. Um, it, it's, it's much less expensive to be unhealthy. I mean, you got the right. dollar menu at McDonald's. Right. And then you have, you know, the more expensive menu. With, uh, let's say if you want to call Subway a healthier hmm. alternative to McDonald's. Yeah. You know, We're I, noticing the same with the people food as well. Yeah, absolutely. Supermarket food absolutely. versus going to a place like a Whole Food uh, and why people are willing to spend the extra money for Definitely. it. Definitely. And, and you know, it, it's a big problem not only with people but, you know, animal obesity is, is a huge, huge problem and it definitely sheds, 
you know, years off your dog's life. Um, not only that, but you also have to remember the shape of a dog. Mm. You know, where they're on four legs and their spine looks like a bridge going down their back. Yeah. When a dog is too heavy, it puts weight on that spine, pulling it down. So if you put your arm straight out, yeah. okay, in front of you, you, and your hand is the dog's head, and you figure your arm is the dog's back, then you take, let's say you grab your sleeve right where your elbow is, right. and hang something from it, like your other hand. Yeah. See how it starts to pull the spine down. Right. You know, that's what weight does to a dog after a long period of time of being heavy and overweight, especially when the dog's getting older and less yeah. active. Right. You know, hip dysplasia is a big problem, back issues, arthritis. You know, it, it's really a, it's a big, big problem. Oh my gosh, you talk about, you're talking about most of the dogs in my neighborhood. Yeah, it's, all... it's huge. It's a yeah. big, big problem. And a lot of it has to do with not only the treats, but the amount of treats you give and the actual, you know, decisions of what you're feeding your dog. Now, you can go to the dollar store, as we all know, and you can buy a bag of food at the dollar store for $3. It's never a dollar. They say dollar store, but it's never a dollar. Or you can go to like BJ's or you can go to your your Walmarts and you could buy gigantic bags of food for ten bucks, yeah. twenty bucks, or you could spend more money on a smaller bag of food. You know, it's really what you can afford. Yeah. And that's the unfortunate part about it is that, you know, the healthier you want your pet to be, the more it's gonna the more cost you. It's gonna cost you. Yeah. The same but thing with us. On the flip side of that, Dennis, if you do healthy now, you'll spend less on vet bills later. Oh, that's true. So you got to figure true. out where the, the you know the equilibrium comes in. Speaking of vet bills, have you been running into more and more frequent problems with dogs getting diabetes? And I noticed that more in my neighborhood. Diabetes, you know, diabetes is a problem with dogs. Yeah. Um, but I think the biggest problem that we have with with dogs and nutrition is the obesity. Okay. Um, yes, we do have problems with diabetes, um, as as well as many other. You know different things that are happening with the pets, but yeah. obesity is one of the biggest problems. Yeah. Because when you mentioned that, you know, <coughs> the, the higher the medical bill later on, that's when I yeah. was thinking about so many dogs I hear about in my neighborhood that have to get it. insulin shots and all that. Insulin Holy shots, cow, that's expensive. Or they every need, day they need Rimadil for their arthritic pains, and uh, you know, it just yeah. it goes are, on and on. They require prescriptions. <laughs> some yeah. of these require prescriptions. Absolutely. Wow. Okay, Michael, I think we are probably just going to end it here for now. Uh, if anything, we are encouraging our listeners to send in questions. You know, what dog, brand you, dog food brand you have, you want to know whether or not, you know, what are the things to look for, is your brand maybe not the best thing to buy. You know, you just want to pass some questions to us and maybe we can help you with some advice. Just all it is, just advice. And so, by the way, uh, Michael has a site that he wants to plug. Let me give him the floor here. Yeah, a really good site if you want to go on and you know do a little research on different food would be pet, um, dogfoodadvisor.com. That's dogfoodadvisor, D-O-G-F-O-O-D-A-D-V-I-S-O-R, advisor.com, dogfoodadvisor.com. Um, they do a lot of comparisons of food. You could also find out about recalls. Um, of the, the dog great, food recalls? Yeah, oh yeah, there's lots of recalls that happen all the time that oh you don't really my. know about. Until you you know read into it, but okay. uh, they do a lot of comparisons and stuff, and I find it to be a very interesting and helpful website. So if you want to check it out there, you can check it out there. And again, like you said, Dennis, you could always email us at info i n f o at doggy be good d o g g y b e g o o d dot net with any questions you have. And uh, if we don't know the answer, we'll find out for you without a doubt and get back to you. 
And also, you could also uh, look on the website, which is uh, doggybegood.net, under the pet safety tab, and it'll tell you the uh, foods that we discussed that are bad, plants that are in our local area that are dangerous. Excellent. You know, you can always check that out as well. Okay. Thank you so much, everyone here, and um, we look forward to our next show. In the meantime, for our listeners, please send in questions, send in topics that you want us to discuss, because we are just ready to, to do our best to answer as many as we can. All right? Until the next time, Michael, Anna, I guess we'll talk to, uh, next time. Bye-bye now. Bye now. Bye now.